up, Mark? How you doing, buddy? Doing fantastic, Josh. How are you doing? I am doing awesome this week, man. Uh, so much better than last week. I, I know last week I said I was down, had to get the Reiki session, but uh, we're right on the cusp of Labor Day weekend. It's just a good time right now. Now, uh, let's backtrack a little bit. You said the Reiki session. Talk us about it, man. I know you were you were hyping it up big time. Uh, walk us through it, man. How do you feel? It's not like a life-changing experience, but so I did it the night after the last podcast. Yeah. And um, I was just really having a down week, you know, as we do as grown adults. Sometimes you're just going through it at work or something. Absolutely. And too, many, too many things on your plate, you know. And um, so I really needed some, like, positive energy around me. So, yeah, man, you go into the, to the room, and my wife's a Reiki master, and um, so what she does, she channels all this energy into her from the world, and she kind of glides over your body for an hour and, and goes over your, you know, chakras, as they call them, yeah. and, and pumps the energy right into you and, like, can find certain spots. So I had a big blockage in one of my chakras, I forget, and she just kind of worked on that area for a while. And Is it like a chakra? Like a chakra? Is it like a pressure point? What is that? Kind of. They're like different parts of your body. So like each section of your body has a different chakra and it means different things in your life. So what did this blockage, this chakra mean? I, man, I'm a bad host. I totally forget. But she did explain it to me like a week ago. Well, this is your homework assignment for the, for the week. <laughs> uh, find out what your blockage was. But yeah, total. Uh, but th there was a blockage there. And just overall, I just like felt invigorated afterwards. And it wasn't like a crazy like jump out of bed the next morning you know like i love being at work or i love doing adult things oh, this isn't like office space to get like hypnotized no, no. well not necessarily <laughs> it's actually the complete opposite <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah two chicks at the same time man f and a man <laughs> f and a hey, tell me something man did anyone ever uh say to you uh you're the case of the mondays no actually no one has ever said that to me in white collar america no well, no, the quote from Office Space, you know, nah. Hell oh, no, no, man. <laughs> Figure someone get the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel uh, invigorated, back on track. I like you. you. got a little pep in your step tonight. Yeah, I figure we might as well plug it now. Now that we're talking about yeah, the Yeah, let's go. Let's give, let's give her a shout out. Wait, well, hold on. Before we do, was, was her hands warm? Oh, dude, super hot. You can like feel that. it going over the body. I like that. That's, that's going to be pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's a pretty awesome feeling. Yeah, well, give give the shout out. We gotta okay. go every fifteen minutes with it. <laughs> yeah, the sponsor of this week's episode is Healing Intentions Body and Spirit. Check out our website at Healing Intentions Body and Spirit. dot com. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. All right. Awesome. What else is going on, man? What else is going on? Well, hey, we just had a bro date this evening. Mm -hmm. uh, from what I heard uh, uh, prior, you never had a Primo's hoagie. And at least in, uh, well, so I think the tri-state area, yeah. uh, Primo's is pretty, pretty big. Is that sacrilegious? No, I, I mean, don't think so. We're big hoagie people, but I mean, it's Philadelphia. There's a hoagie shop every 10 feet. So yeah. I just never went into a Primo's. No, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's good. I think there's a, a couple, unfortunately, Primo's, I'm sorry. Uh, but I think there's a little couple other uh, better hoagie shops, but this one's very convenient and it is very good. Uh, like their bread does, I think, makes the primos personally. Uh, but I, I want to grill on you first. This is your hoagie guy. Hoagie or hoagie? Hoagie? I say hoagie, but I mean, you can say hoagie. Hoagie? Delaware, Delco. <laughs> Delco. Hoagie. <laughs> so it's your first primos experience. Walk us through what, what went through your taste buds. The bread was really good. Which I've heard before, you know, the sesame seeded bread. I'll give them that. Uh, the, the quality of the meats was good too, and so was the cheese. I got like the sharp provolone, which I like, so I enjoyed that. There wasn't enough oil and vinegar or salt and pepper though on the hoagie itself. Yeah, that's like flavor. That's like that's like yeah. Guy Fieri. Like if you ever want to flavor it up, you just and the the, uh, the tomatoes weren't ripe. I hate that. It's well, the they're no, they're no, they're no. It's September. I mean, early September. The tomatoes should be nice and ripe, you know? And I'm going to interject <laughs> here. I'm just going to say thank you. I know I already thanked you, but this wasn't on air. It was off air. I thanked you for your heirloom uh, tomatoes mm -hmm. uh, that you gave my wife and I. They were very ripe, so you should probably go to <laughs> Primo's and uh, sell that shit. I should. Yeah, yeah from the garden. <laughs> yeah, those things were actually yeah, very good. No, it was a good hoagie. Uh, definitely good. I still, my favorite one in I mean, uh, chain Hoagies is still Jersey Mike's. <laughs> I just love the amount of vinegar they and you guys they just, they just toss thing. it. 
They no, just you toss ask it in vinegar? For oil and vinegar, and they t- take the bottle, and they just, like, drown it in vinegar. I like that. I it's love it. Red vinegar, right? Yeah. I usually have, like, a side. I mean, I'm a condiment. I'm a condiment guy. I usually have, like, a side, because I'm a big, I like the soggy bread, and I like dipping it in the red red vinegar, because, like, you know you're going to get a lot there, and if you're dipping it, it's a, it's a good, it's, I don't know if it's a texture thing or what, but I know my favorite, favorite memory, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> Back playing football in high school, we always got our end of the meal or uh, our post game uh, meals. Okay. And it was always a hoagie, lemonade, iced tea, orange drink, whatever it may have been. Rosenbergers. Yes, Ro- oh, <laughs> Rosenbergers. Uh, I think they're actually not in business right now. At least really? where they were oh. in half. But I could be correct, staying corrected. So correct me. Our thirty-eight listeners now. I think we picked up <laughs> one last week. Uh, but. I always reached down to the bottom for the hoagies, even if I was first in line, whatever. So I always wanted to get down into like the, the icy water where it's all melted because I know a little bit of water trickled in. So I know it's a little soggy. So I get the pre-sog wow. okay. and then I get the lemonade. I'm a lemonade wow. lemonade guy with the hoagie, but it was it was delicious. I'm just, I'm a condiment. Cool. Condimently uh, soggy. That's a good story. Uh, thank you for sharing. I had to. I had to. I mean, you went off on it. So, but yeah, you're, would you go back to Primo's again? Uh, yeah, I would go back. Sure. I get a hoagie. Uh, I would just say, I guess maybe extra oil and vinegar, but like we don't get, I offered you some here as, <laughs> as adults. I mean, it's like we were, we were talking, how many times do you even get a hoagie anymore? I mean, I only eat a hoagie maybe once a month or two at this point. Yeah. I'm uh, which is sad right now. I'm about once a month, uh, for the hoagie. I mean, I, I still have like, we, uh, uh, my wife and I, uh, Jen, she makes a, like a chicken salad or tuna salad for the week. Uh, and then I always go open face. Uh, but I just literally just put that on a piece of sourdough, put cheese over it, melt it, and that's it. Half the cows. <laughs> uh, but no, early in the quarantine, we were getting uh, Primo's about once once a week for about a month straight. And I know tonight I took a very long time to eat. I think it was about maybe a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> nibbling away there uh, I mean that's what Primo's does to you it, it slows me down goes through that uh, what is it sour what kind of bread is it or is it just like so it seemed like a semolina roll to me see what I mean you, you're, you're articulating something like that all these semolina semolias I don't know it could be anything it's Italian bread, bread. <laughs> that's Italian bread up here in the northeast of suburbs or whatever it is um, but yeah uh, yeah we usually split it we usually regularly I would save a half and do it two days worth this evening i was feeling a little extra hungry because it was like a bro date Mm -hmm. we had a little nice candlelight i feel like taking my time i wanted to enjoy your company but you didn't want to enjoy yours because i think you were done in like seven minutes i ate mine a lot faster than you did yeah yeah, you were really nibbling away there yeah i apologize but i just wanted to savor the moment i I loved it too yeah we put the we had the jodeci on in the background and the r&b music (laughs) we did nice we did (laughs) It was, it was delightful. It was delightful. But let's uh, get back on track. What we didn't do last week, we didn't have a beer review last week. We did have one beer review, so relax. Oh, uh, well, I guess like at a f- you're right. We did have one. We did not. We're back on track. You know what? Since you're feeling good, you so, are pepped up. So pepped. You got that. The mother nature in your body right now. <laughs> I, do, I do. You're first. Let's go. Feeling energized. So I went for something sunny, something bright. Something that from the beach for Labor Day weekend. Look at you. You are really, you are living, breathing Reiki Wife, right now. Wife's got me on a face routine. So Josh, my face is glowing. Reiki Bruce. <laughs> All right. So this is Crushing It Orange India Pale Ale from Cape May Brewing Company. <laughs> sounds like the shore when it opened, you know? Actually, yeah. If you put it up to your ear, it sounds like you can hear the ocean. Yeah, like, like a conch shell. Is that what they're called? I think so. Conk <laughs> shell. Conker shell <laughs> Nissan. <laughs> That's good. All right, let's give it a try. Yeah, I hope this is pretty good because I saw this in the distributor down there. Oh, um, that's a lot of orange. But I saw it's 8%. I always try to stay away from the big boys. They really, I think they literally threw oranges in there. It's, it's like orange juice. Really? At 8%, it literally tastes just like oranges. I mean, it's got hops and stuff too, but. You're hop. I didn't know it was eight percent. I might be in trouble. Uh, wow, that's pretty good. Uh, it's different, very uh, fruity. I'm gonna give it. 
I'm gonna give it a six point eight. I'm not. I, mean, I like the orange, but I don't know. Um, I don't think it's. I don't know. I, mean, I don't think it's as orange as, as. Yeah, I'm glad I passed on this. I would probably go a little bit lower. I'd probably go around like six point three five. So I was in between six point three and six point four. I'm just gonna meet in the middle on those two. There goes my sunny disposition. I'm pissed. You're six point eight. <laughs> you were sunny. Yeah. Unfortunately. You have a sunny disposition. It is raining out here, yet you are glowing like a bitch. Raining cats and dogs. Well, I'm <laughs> under the bright lights of the studio. But here's the I feel odd, like Larry King. Here's the odd thing: our electrics out. Your body is a is literally electrifying our house. No oh, shit. Yes, right now. I love it. Well, then I am in last Airbender, the Avatar, the cartoon, because <laughs> I'm shooting out fire. <laughs> You are fired. <laughs> I love it. So, this evening, I have a country pumpkin, pumpkin ale. And this is upstate New York. I think it's upstate. Is Ithaca upstate? Yeah, I think it's like Syracuse area, maybe. Uh, someone's gonna, we probably sound like idiots. <laughs> it's alright. It's definitely in, like, New York State somewhere. I'll tell you right now, Ithaca, this is Ithaca Beer Company. I only know Ithaca even exists. Because of uh, the movie Road Trip. Not, have you ever seen Road Trip? No, I was born under a rock, actually. Oh, well then, how did you get so much bright energy? <laughs> of course I've seen Road Trip, man. It's our wheelhouse. That came out when we were like, what, 14 or something? That was I, I perfect movie age, for yes, teens at the time. <laughs> but yes, uh, that's an underrated movie. Uh, I couldn't tell you many quotes from it. I do love it. Love the cheetah pants. I have a pair myself. Same size. <laughs> I remember that shit was so funny when we were younger. The cheetah pants. Yeah, too. why? I, now I watched it. I think I saw it a couple years ago. I was like, this. that's not very funny, actually. But when we were like 15, it was so funny that this skinny little nerd banged this fat black chick with cheetah underwear. Yeah. I mean, hey, kudos to him. But that, that motherfucker probably has a, a mug. Actually, a Peroni-sized cock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to give this... Pumpkin country ale, pumpkin ale, whatever it is. I'm gonna stick I'm gonna say like a six six point five. Six point five, it's not bad. I wish I saw the percentages. Why is it so hard to read the percentages on some of these cans? See I don't I don't You're like You're not a pumpkin guy. I don't like this the dust you can almost taste like the dry spice at the end. Yes. Like it's almost that powdery like you can actually thing in your throat, like if you were to just put cinnamon in your mouth. And I, I hate that taste. So I'm gonna give. Do you like it, cinnamon? Yeah, but I like cinnamon. Do you but, like nutmeg? But not the powder. Not the powdery taste though. No. So I hate when the pumpkin beers have those spices in it, but they're not like, but they hit you at the end like that, like a powder. So I'm gonna give it a four point five. Uh, uh, I like it. One one up in me, bastard. Yeah. Yo, you ever do the cinnamon challenge? Uh, not since. Wait, not since. So you have done it. I just asked yeah. if you've ever done it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you're like in college or something, probably nineteen. God, you are a daredevil. It's just like a teaspoon of cinnamon, right? I yeah, mean, it but wasn't did you, that. how did you do? I don't think I... No, I didn't pass. No, no, no. no I definitely, like, coughed. <laughs> yeah. Remember <laughs> the crazy story of a friend, Bill, who did it when we were, like, 22, probably? 22? And, and I had, like, 20 bucks bet on him. And Wait, the, you bet on him? Yeah. At the very end, he went... <laughs> but he swears he never went... Even though everybody saw it. <laughs> so, hold on. So, I didn't owe him 20 bucks. You did not owe him. Did he owe no. you? Did he owe you twenty? I don't think that was. I think that was just the challenge. Hey, I'll give you twenty if you do the cinnamon challenge or something. I don't think he owed me anything. But oh, that's not right. You gotta give him odds. I, twenty to one odds. I forget. He owes yeah. you a dollar. But to this day, he swears he didn't. But I know he. <laughs> Bill, if you're listening, I think you're part of our thirty-eight followers right now. <laughs> um, but if you are listening, I think you owe Josh a dollar. I think Josh that day gave you twenty to one odds. Uh, a, bet, a bet's a bet. Tit for tat, owe him a dollar. Next time we see you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so if anyone listening doesn't know about the cinnamon challenge, you just put a teaspoon of cinnamon in your mouth, or is it multiple? I don't even no, know. No, I think it's, it's just one. It's just one. And then you have to hold it in your mouth for like 20 seconds or something like that, and you I can't... I you had to try to swallow it. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, you gotta try to swallow All it. All right, and you can't... And you can't... It's like, from what I heard, it's like deadly. And you can't go... Puh. No. Yeah. But it's like a, a, it's like a human reaction. Like a, I guess, what is it, like a, a safe? I don't know, wow. your body knows, like, if you're choking or whatever, and makes you... Ah, oh, so he almost died that So Bill, huh? almost, he <laughs> almost died 
Wow. Just for 20 bucks? No. Yeah, he owes you a dollar. <laughs> he put a dollar on the line. Yeah, he put $20 on the line for his life. Yikes. That's yeah. a, that, Hate to see it, folks. Yeah, I don't. I think I think we're all more mature than this now. <laughs> <laughs> the next time we get together, we're definitely doing this kind of a challenge. That would be pretty good. Um, but yeah, man. What? Um, I know you're talking about Labor Day. Uh, do you guys have anything planned? Just the old white people family barbecue. The fuck is a white people family barbecue? <laughs> I don't know. I guess everyone gets together for barbecues. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's hear. Yeah, I was gonna say. That's but... just the old, good old suburban backyard barbecue. All right. Well, with the family, nothing exciting. Nothing. Are you gonna bring a salad again? Because I know uh, what was it? Uh, July Fourth. You brought the lightly tossed. I was specifically told to bring something chubby. So. Oh, today so or late this could, weekend. Yeah. So I couldn't call anybody out this weekend. Oh, all right. So what are you going to bring? I have no idea. I haven't decided yet. I've been Kicks on a, a blanket. I've been on a real Asian kick, so I was thinking maybe Port something wontons. like... maybe Exactly. Something like... They're actually pretty healthy. Something like an Asian barbecue pork something. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a big fan of pork wontons. I could probably go through about a... Realistically, in one sitting, since I eat, a, I, I eat very slow, I'd probably say 48 pork wontons in one sitting. <laughs> It's a lot of wontons. But I had to put, I had to dip it in sweet sauce, and what's that? Uh, sweet and sour. Sweet and sour, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big dipper like that. Half goes to the soy, soy, half goes to sweet and sour. It's good. I like that. But yeah, man. I know we're heading down to the beach. Wife's actually already there. Uh, so I am following. I'm going down in the morning, and like you said, we're having our white people barbecue. <laughs> uh, and I don't, I don't actually 100% know what that means. I know we're just going to drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to drink my face off. So, uh, but it'll be cool, though. I mean, it's last, uh, last time that we're going to have, like, the, fa- all the, all, like all, the whole family all together on the wife's side uh, for at least until probably Christmas. Uh, so it'll be, it'll be, nice. It'll be it nice. It is a big gap. It's all the way till Thanksgiving. We got to wait till our paid time like off three day months. from work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, actually, that is true. Because, yeah. You have this Monday off. You have, you guys have, I'm assuming you have off on Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Long weekend. So you have off Monday. You have the three weeks uh, or three months until you have off again for, for uh, Thanksgiving. However, we can fill that void with a little bit of football coming back. I like the way you're heading. I know. And uh, I know last night we literally just had our fantasy football draft. Damn, we should have got NFL music. Dun 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 dun. Alright, well, hey, as the acting as the acting commissioner uh, of our league. The commission. How dare you come to my auction draft? <laughs> not <laughs> and not well, pay for your team ahead of time. Um, <laughs> you know what? That person who owes you a dollar could have talked to him. <laughs> uh, but no, what uh, I know we switched our league up from uh, snake draft, uh, first year doing auction. What uh, what were the pros? What were the cons uh, from switching it up? The pros was it was an absolute blast. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, betting uh, well, not betting, but auctioning off your two hundred dollars or whatever per player and fake you know, money. Fake well, no real money. You put two hundred in, but yeah, you get two hundred dollars to spend. So, um, no, it was a lot of fun, man. We don't condone um, gambling. <laughs> <laughs> I liked um, going after players I wanted and not going after other players. And you kind of get a shot at everyone if you think about it. If you want to, you could exactly. get a shot at anybody you want. And as opposed to a snake draft where you're like, you know, four people in a row go and they take the four guys you wanted. Yeah, that's. I had a uh, snake draft a week ago, and I had the first overall pick. I, I do pretty much like the impossible. I nail the Super Bowl score head on, dead straight, or both, or whatever, uh, both home and away teams. So I was rewarded with the first pick. No one wants the first pick in a snake draft, at least in my eyes. But I, was, I had to, like, after the first pick, you have to literally reach because you don't really pick until, so you pick rounds two and three, and then you don't pick until four or five. So you're essentially getting two fives. And it's just, I'm not a fan of snakes. Like you said, you have a, you have an opportunity to get everyone, uh, and it makes it feel like you're an actual general manager. Yeah, when absolutely. It comes to yeah, yeah. It. Like I was like in uh, Madden. Yeah, <laughs> Madden general manager. See, no, it was fun, man. I mean, I think sometimes people were 
trying to play the game too much. Like, let me put all these idiots up and make people spend their money. But I wanted like I I'd rather have it like the big timers come up. Like, let's 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 bet on the on the good players. I mean, there was like a stint where it was going like that. Um, who uh who was like your who was your I know I, I know who your first pick was. I went big on Saquon. I had it Saquad, in my yeah. damn. You know, I had those like first seven running backs in that like tier one, like had to have. And I just didn't want to put that much money up on what other people were going for. McCaffrey went for really high. I thought he was like 79. Yeah, 70, 79. 77 to 79, right around there. And that, I mean, Carolina just, I mean, he's going to get 100 catches this year. I just, you I'm, think 100 I'm catches? To, yeah, I think, I think so. I think his Vegas over under is like 99 or something. No. I think but I'm worried about his running this year because the Panthers are just awful. Yeah, but who they so, had last year and you still perform. I know. I'm just saying. I was so anyway. Uh, I really wanted Saquon, and I got him for hefty price. But I needed to have him. Who would I'll say? Because like you're um, in auction drafts. Because I know this was your first one. This was my third, and I was always a big uh, advocate of spending big uh, on two players, and that's like two seventy players and then after that you obviously have to manage respectively yeah um but this year and i i i I guess it's not necessarily the conservative route um my top two players that i wanted were both miles uh miles sanders and joe mixon oh explain me why you wanted miles sanders more than those top seven running backs all right thank you I'm gonna show. I'm gonna. Now that we had our draft, now that we had our draft, I can talk to you guys about this because I am about to be. I I I think. um, No, not I think. I know I'm about to be after 2020 season, 2020-2021, a two-time champ, back-to-back years. Okay. Like I'm gonna have the belt. I'm just gonna be strapping it over every time you guys see me. (laughs) So, the reason I didn't want to go after like Saquon and doing right, I did bid. So if I did get him, then my draft strategy changes. But so I wanted to get Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon because a both of them were two workhorse backs. No, I understand Joe Mixon, but where's what do you think Miles Sanders? So Miles is? Sanders is the same person. Okay. They're like Miles Sanders is classified, and what the Eagles think of him is a workhorse back. He's an every down back. I hear you. I just I, I don't know. I just I know had, you drafted. I just had those other. I had like the top six. Way, but like who's I who's your top six? Or don't don't say the top guys. two. Who's your next four? Uh, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook. Why is Derrick Henry Ezekiel Elliott in a PPR league? Why is Derrick Henry number four? Because he's a monster, man. Why? Touchdowns. Why? Touchdowns. A million touchdowns. A million rushing yards. A million makes, makes Are up you for... kidding me? He was over. He was nine hundred and ninety nine. Whatever. He only whatever had eighteen touchdowns, I think, last yeah, year. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, it's not a million. <laughs> <laughs> so I had those guys. On a different level. And he got that all in like the last six weeks or something like that. That's good. He'll help me win the Super Bowl then. The championship. But I'm just saying, I had those those guys on a different level than Miles Sanders. And I had to have one. I go on consistency. Derrick Henry... Derrick Henry is obviously, I mean, obviously he's a good player. He's like 6'9", 3,000 pounds. (laughs) And they're still not... He's like the juggernaut of They're still going to run the ball. I mean, it's not like Tannehill's a gunslinger. No, Tannehill's probably going to finish with like 3,000 yards. 3,100 yards is my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, the reason why I picked Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon is because they're both workhorse backs. And they are both going to get probably anywhere in the realm. Miles Sanders is probably going to range like four to six catches a game. So that's four to six points in our league for PPR. And then Joe Mixon's probably going to be more around like the five to seven catches. I mean, I like Joe Mixon. That's consistency. I- I, I had a bad taste in my mouth. I mean, he ended the year great last year. He's, but he, the first half of last year, he killed me in my one league because the Cincinnati offense was so bad. That and they're still going to be bad. They're still going to be bad. Oh, the line's better, and they have a quarterback who can throw it around now. Come on. You don't like the Red Rocket? Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. And they got the receivers now, too. So, I mean, they're going to have a great offense this year. So, he should be better. Hopefully. I, I like the pick. I just had, I, in my head, I just needed one of those, like, top six in my head. I, to be honest, so I went for it. So, this is me going on a limb. I personally think Miles Sanders and Joe Mixon will finish inside the top 10 of running back ratings for our fantasy for so, I, a full point PPR. I hope Miles Sanders does. That bode well for the Eagles. Absolutely. I'll say he's. I know you drafted Boston Scott thinking you were like next level. <laughs> that was that was for zero dollars at the end of the It was one dollar. You have to bid one. You have to bid one. Yeah. 
But hey, you're next level thinking right now. Hey, you never know. He did he did I, well when Miles was out last year. I think I, I I'm not sure if I heard him mistaken. I mean, didn't didn't Evander Holyfield's kid get like the kind of like the short yardage situations? I don't know. God, look in your face right now. You I are no so idea. pissed I'm shocked. off. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, who the freak's... No, Vander Holyfield's kid got a kid. Doug Peterson likes to throw the ball to running backs. Boston Scott can catch That's him. the point. My, so, like I said earlier, they don't expect Miles Sanders to come off the field much. Deuce will let loose with his running backs. I couldn't rhyme it. Miles. <laughs> yeah. Miles will go for miles. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, fantasy. Yes. Who's like the one player that you think is just going to bust this year? And it doesn't have to be like a top 10 pick. Just someone that's like, you that's were just like not going to draft. Can I say the opposite? Who I think is like undervalued that will? I, that's, oh, that's not the question I asked, but sure. Go you know ahead. what? I am, you know what? <laughs> well, I, I didn't want to have a long pause. So okay. let me think about this. All right, you do your thing first and then, and then go for the uh, one who's going to bust. All right, so the, the player, and I did attack them in the auction draft, um, is Will Fuller. Uh, I just think if you're looking at like targets for uh, that are open targets. What about the injuries? Um, He's hurt every I'm, year. I mean, granted, he is hurt every year. I'm not. I dropped I don't, him in I don't, the pass and got burnt. Uh, I'm, I'm, let's just say I got some players that are gonna or live and die by uh, needing to stay healthy. I know a guy. You got, you got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna say Will Fuller, uh, just because if you actually look at it, you, statistically yards per catch, um, he almost out targeted DeAndre Hopkins, and I think he almost it was very he like minimized the gap. Uh, towards the end of the year. Um, so, yeah, I actually think... I know he was going in like the eighth round of snake drafts. So I got him very cheap in our auction draft. I actually have a feeling he's going to finish top 15 if he, if he stays healthy. Wow. That's my that's my, that's my my uh, boom guy. Boom! And I'm going to think about it while you give me your guy. Uh, the guy I think is going to fall off? Yeah, who do you think is going to fall off that's like really... Uh, I think Adam Thielen is going to fall off. Ooh. Big time. So I think he was way too high after the injuries last year, and he's already, already, out of nowhere, thirty years old. Out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I it's not necessarily out of nowhere because he was on this earth for it's thirty only been years. It's been a couple years, you know. It's like and all of a sudden I was looking at, oh my god, he's already thirty. So yeah, I stayed away from him. I was a little worried about him. He was really high in the ranks. Yeah. Huh. That's actually that's very interesting because I think it's going to be quite the opposite. I'm not, the, I'm not like, I think he's going to get a lot of catches. I do. Th- I actually think Justin Jefferson is actually going to get, uh, he's obviously, he's not going to be Stefan Diggs like right out of the gate. Uh, but I do think that he's going to, he's going to not necessarily take away from Adam Thielen. Thielen's, I think, is going to be like a 90 catch kind of guy. I mean, I think Thielen, I'm worried about his injuries more than anything. I just, I'm just worried about him finishing the season. See, you're, see, risk versus reward, man. I hear you. I just thought he went too high. All right, who do you? You know what? No, I gotta answer your question. I don't, I'm not gonna avoid this shit. <laughs> who, right, who the hell is it? Who do I think is like an overvalued player that's gonna be a bust? This is a great question. I gotta, I'm trying to think of like all the positions. Hmm. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Let's move on. Mm-mm. I'm not. Because do you have one? Actually, you say one. Do I you just have said one? Adam Thielen. <laughs> Oh shoot! <laughs> no, all right. I meant all right. Now the opposite. Now do the opposite. I'm sorry. Um, who is undervalued? DK Metcalf. Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one too. He's gonna be. I think he's gonna finish probably the number one receiver in Seattle. Yeah, I think yeah. he was a beast. I just remember watching the Eagles playoff game last year, and I was like, I couldn't stop him. I mean, it was nuts. Yeah. I, now here's a question though: Do you think he stays substance abuse free? You think he's taking steroids? Is that did that did that happen? No, he could have marijuana. Josh Gordon just got signed to I think today by Seattle Seahawks. What's that have to do with DK Metcalf? Influence, peer pressure, <laughs> peer pressure, peer pressure. <laughs> he's a grown adult. I think he's he'll be okay. I'm not sure if he's ever seen uh, Ace Ventura. If he's ever spoken with Ray Finkel. <laughs> 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 um, but if I had to say someone, I'm gonna go. Actually, you know what? This is actually perfect. I just talked about it. I'm going to go Derrick Henry. Okay. I think he sucks. Really? Wow. <laughs> no, he doesn't suck. If he was here right now, <laughs> I'd say he's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You saved half of your primos. I'd give him your half. <laughs> yeah, I'd give him anything he wants. I'd... And then when he's done, 
Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, you're mediocre. I feel... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just not. I'm just not the biggest fan fantasy wise for Derrick Henry. But shoot, I hope that dude rushes for like 2,500 yards, 38 breaking, touchdowns. You think he's breaking down or something? No. Are you kidding me? You can't break down in that size like this. Right. How old is he? Like 26? I'm breaking he's young. down. You're breaking down. I'm breaking down. Let's talk to me. Talk to me about <laughs> it. I, uh, What's going on? My bat. Well, it has nothing to do with my spirit because the spirit's in great form. Well, God damn, but you're glowing right my, now. My. Uh, my back was fucked up, my upper left shoulder back area all week, because me and the wife went on a, a nice like four mile walk slash hike at the local park around us. Well, you said and a it, hike in the park, but it, and then there's woods behind it. And okay, you go I was gonna big, say you got a couple loops. Big trail, and so we're coming back, and they have this like jungle gym setup. You know those stupid little setups they have in parks, and they call them like the exercise little setups. Yeah, I actually I, I'm a big fan of them. I think that's great that the parks have done that these years. Sure. So I'm like, I've, I haven't done the monkey bars since I was like eight. I got to try this out. <laughs> so I jump on the monkey bars and I do them. But at the end, I slip my foot on like the dismount bar. <laughs> Dude, total muscle pull on my back. Was it and when I, you were trying to do the Y for the perfect landing? Or what? <laughs> no, I was just like swinging on the last bar. And then like totally like my foot slipped off like the thing you step on. And I like pulled on my shoulder in like the worst way. And like, I've just been fucked up ever since. Like, not really fucked up, but just like a, a muscle pull feeling in my top left of my whole back for like a whole week. And is it like just getting a little bit better now? Or like, how's it kind of feeling? better now. now uh, you know, my wife, the massage therapist, worked on it a little bit. Wait, where is she from? Where, where's her business out of from? Oh, from uh, Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Healing intentions, body and spirit. All right, that's another 10 bucks. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I convinced her to let me do fantasy football this year. I was like, I'll plug you on the podcast. <laughs> let me spend $200. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just funny. You're getting old. I also noticed on our stu- on our nature walk, like I'm walking through the trail and I had to duck under this branch. So I duck under the branch and my quad was like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, you didn't stretch. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it just hurt so bad. Yeah, did, uh, I was going to say, did, was it okay the next day, or did that have to also get rubbed out? Uh, no, the, the quad was okay. Just a little tweak, that's all. A little tweak. Yeah. On, a, on a hike, that's, it, was it paved? Was the, was no, the we, were in the, we were in the woods, ducking under branches, yes. jumping over rocks. Did you get your, 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 your mount, me, uh, mount Me hat on? Yeah, I had my uh, Boy Scouts badges on. You know, I was really going for it. Did you really? No, I wasn't in the Boy Scouts. <laughs> oh, was it Girl Scouts? Yeah, brownies actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> kudos, man! Oh, look at the score here. Uh, it's uh, we got the Flyers on, by the way, guys. Thanks yeah, I know you guys can't hear them. It's out of respect to you guys, since we know you love hearing us. Um, but yeah, had no idea the score was two nothing. I've just been looking into Bruce's eyes for the last thirty three minutes, <laughs> and um, I think we saw the second goal. Who was scored? Uh, Ran, Ran, uh, Van Reemsdyke. JVR, right? With an absolute bullet. JVR. Beautiful. Beautiful commentary. Beautiful bullshit. Uh, have no idea who scored the first goal, though. No idea. We're in bad touch with terrible Flyers fans. But awesome to see that they're up 2-0 right now. And I'm assuming Carter Hart's in goal. I don't know. 100%. Yeah. Go harder, go home situation. Ah, <laughs> oh, you bastard. Now you took it? You took took my go harder, go home. Where's it from? I took it from your Penridge football days. Go hard or go It home. wasn't even Penridge football. Oh, it was, it was Penridge fun. baseball. Oh, really? Oh, my Lord. Oh, that's embarrassing. No one could tell we did a retake there. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. A little technical difficulty. You bastard. You took it. <laughs> you took my motto. <laughs> um, but no. No, that's, uh, no, that was great. Yeah, well, uh, hold on. Let's talk about uh, getting old, though. Oh, Did you have like, a whole back surgery? Not a back surgery, uh, shoulder surgery. Uh, my shoulder surgery, uh, I guess technically from a high level point, it did its job because every time I did pull ups, my left shoulder dislocated. Uh, it slipped out and uh, it got to the point where it just slipped out and it was just like, you just put it back in. Nothing. It's like, it's like no harm, no foul. Uh, so I went to the doctor. They said, oh, you need a capsular release. Uh, so I was like, all right, whatever. When I went in for like the, all the imaging and all that, it turns out I have like pretty much like a, I don't even know, like a ping pong size uh, bone spur in my shoulder. And uh, so that prevents my mobility. 
And so I can barely lift my arm to like a high cabinet space or anything like that. So my left arm's very weird. Um, so yeah, I got the surgery. I was very upset because I wasn't able to do everything I would like. Uh, and then ever since, actually, to be honest, it was like probably like a, two months after, I was able to sleep because I was only sleeping on my back uh, for the most part uh, after surgery. But every day for the last year, I wake up to my left arm completely numb. Oof. So I am looking forward to uh, where where does uh, Lara work again, or where, where's her business? Healing Intentions Body and Spirit, Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Lara, beautiful owner. I cannot <laughs> wait for my massage. I won't. I'm not going to do the Reiki right away. Uh, we will wait to uh, use the Mother Nature's healing powers, uh, and I'll let her use the touch of uh, human contact. <laughs> there you go. That's a great way to put it. Actually, quick question. So, as Lara is the owner and operator of, what's it again? <laughs> right. <laughs> Healing intentions, body and spirit. Hey, you did fantasy football. We have to make sure that she gets her <laughs> plugs. Uh, so, I, as you know, I am a hairy individual. Uh-huh. And I think we had this discussion briefly maybe a year or so ago. Um, my wife just shaved me. Mm-hmm. How would Lara massage? Like, I, does she have a preference? Does it like need to be long hair, short hair, stubbly hair? What does she prefer? I don't know. I would imagine that it would be easier to just do long hair than stubbly hair, because yeah. then it's not all hard on the hands. Yeah, that's what I would think too. But I wouldn't really worry about it. I think. Massage therapists generally massage a lot of different body types and different hair levels, so I don't, I don't think they really care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was just, just food for thought. I guess <laughs> I'm, I'm always trying to please. I think the worst are always like the big muscly guys because it's like doesn't matter how deep you get. It's still not deep deep enough. That's what she said. How does that feel, baby? <laughs> how does that, baby, I'm a butt of your bread. Deeper. <laughs> baby, I'm a butt of your bread. <laughs> Uh-oh, bringing it back. We got a uh, time for a second beer. <sighs> yeah. Oh shit! I gotta get a bottle opener. Uh oh. While you're doing that, I'll crack mine open. <sniffs> Sounds good. What All you right. Got? Well, this week I got uh, another well-crafted brewing company beer here. It's an IPA. It's called Float. Like you're floating in the ocean. Okay. It's got Simcoe, Emma Rio. Azaka, Vic Secret, and Columbus Hops. All right. It's pretty good, pretty smooth. I mean, well-crafted, I think, out of all the beers uh, in the local breweries and on this podcast, honestly wouldn't rate them number one. Been doing a really good job. This one's Excuse not me. as, like, bright and juicy as the last couple. It's a float. It's, it's still, <laughs> still a really good IPA. Have you I'm gone give there? it a 7.4. Have you like gone to like hang out at a table? Nah, we haven't been too many places since the whole pandemic thing. I mean, yeah. here and there, but I don't know. Maybe maybe soon we'll start heading back out. Oh, that's that's really good. I don't know if it's just because the beer I have right now. But yeah, that's really good. That's a floater. <laughs> I What kind of beer is that? That's an IPA. A lot of hops in it. Got like five different hops. Oh, that was really smooth. I'm just going to give it a solid, solid seven. Solid seven. Yeah. What was yours? What was yours? I don't remember. 7.4 maybe? <laughs> That's really good. Well-crafted. I'm going to say you and Free Will are probably like... Actually, I'd probably give the edge to Well-crafted right 10 now. I think 10.7's had a couple good ones. You're just a 10.7 freak because they're right over the railroad tracks from your house. That's true. Yeah. I'm a little biased. Speaking of railroad tracks, do you remember when we had like the speed walking... Uh, battles yeah i've discovered this guy this guy speed walks faster than most people run <laughs> it's it's actually odd. i think it's all on the hips oh absolutely i'll tell you this it's absolutely <laughs> on the hips and i will probably need a hip replacement if not two by the time i'm 36 Be- because you- i'm a i'm a national speed walker <laughs> no you're not what do you what are you you didn't know this you're in the olympics or is, is it an olympic sport speed walking <laughs> it is yeah no, I am no, I'm legit. You should try out for the US team, honestly. I am the US team. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not, but I uh 
it's crazy because your knees can't bend past like a certain degree and your both feet can one foot always has to be on the ground it's so obviously at one point two feet have to be on the ground during the transition of right over left left over right wow you really looked into this well, there's a reason I'm a 16-time champion. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just you're getting older and your back's fucked up. You're like, what can I do as a competition? I can speed walk. I can speed walk, dude. That's, that's all <laughs> I am about. <laughs> Fantasy football speed walking. That's it. I freaking I manage people. Um, what do you got today for us? So this Mark? is the Devil's Backbone. I feel like Devil's Backbone. You ever watch the rollerblading movie Airborne? Airborne. Wait, like the Disney Channel one from back in the day? So, all right. This is a good question. I don't know if it was ever Disney. I just remember... There's like forts and stuff and kids bullying kids. I mean, there was like a... Did the, was it like a... An old-fashioned 90s bully? What, I, think, <laughs> I think it was a West Coast... It was a Cali kid moved over to the yeah. New York East Coast. Yeah. Uh, and I remember this. He was a big rollerblade. Or oh, I think yeah. he was a surfer, but yeah. obviously there's not a lot of surfing in New York. And uh, I think... The big or the big race at the end was like Devil's Backbone. I I remember the movie. I don't remember if it was Devil's Backbone, but it sounds like. Sounds but it was one legit. of my favorite. It was one of my favorite nineties. Sounds movies. like you know what you're talking about. It was one of my favorite nineties movies. They had some great great soundtracks. All right, are you gonna take this that movie or Sandlot? Which one's better? Ooh. Um, to be honest, entertainment wise, I probably would take Airborne. <laughs> Airborne, it is. But nostalgia, it depends what kind of mood you're in. Nostalgia, I would take Sandlot. If you want action, you're going. Airborne. I'm going airborne. I'm going absolutely <laughs> going airborne. Um, so this is Devil's Backbone, brought to you by Disney uh, rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Muchkin on Hops Bavarian IPA. It's hoppy, bready, and fruity notes. But it's a product of the USA. It's a German beer. It's a German beer in Devil's Backbone, New York. I don't, it's actually not New York. I have no idea where it's from. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. Oh God, is this Daredevil we're talking about now? Oh my gosh, that's a real Hell's Kitchen part of New York, though, too. Well, it's oh, come on, I'm Daredevil. Are you not a big Marvel guy? I love Daredevil. I I do a great bad guy from Daredevil. Wait, who's wait? What bad guy? The pinball dude, the bald head. Pin. What's his name? It's fucking Kingpin. Kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like <laughs> I thought I was just about to have to change my Daredevil outfit. <laughs> Vanessa. The guy who actually plays that Kingpin was pretty good, by the way. Oh, it was great. I love that show. Mm, it was pretty good. I never had a Bavarian. Out of all the Netflix yet. Marvel shows, Daredevil was definitely the best. By far. <sighs> Hold on. Let me rate this real quick. I'm going to have to go around... It's, actually, it's not bad. I, th- I, I think... We need to have like a something that cleanses our palate in between beers, mm. because I, I have a feeling this is uh, my that pumpkin ale I had is affecting my judgment. I'm mm-hmm. going to say six point two. Uh, I probably actually wanted to go more closer to six, like a piece of ginger, maybe maybe a primo hoagie <laughs> in between every Whoa. beer. <laughs> God, we'd be here till fucking midnight. <laughs> I, I'm going to say 6.2, but I think it's a little better if I actually had a cleanse palate. You don't think? Very weird ending. I'll give, it, I'll give it a 5.2. I guess I've been bitter pretty generous. Very bitter. Really? Where'd you find this beer? So, all right. Actually, oh, Landis Supermarket, Vernfield. It's like Harleysville. I might have to give him benefit of the doubt. It's an old one. It says Best Buy November 20. So it's probably been sitting in their fridge for like a year. No, no. This is like a brand new beer. I just went there two weeks ago. Oh. November 20? 2020, yeah. It's like a month. You do know. It's yeah, a month. That means it's still good. Well, I know, but maybe it's been sitting around you for six You know what? Months. Hold on a second. No, I'm going to look at this motherfucker. So our buddy, Paul, Matthew Landis, brewmaster from Paul's Brewing, he always he knows the guy who runs like the beer department there. Um, and he says that they get the cheapest beers. Or the the best deals. An so what I'm guy. what I'm curious. I'm trying to find like the the two date or whatever it is. I know a guy. Uh, everyone's got a guy. Everyone's got a guy. But I can't find like the date on here. It's not on the bottom. I don't know if they rubbed it off. Right. But I'm well, curious. Whatever. The reason that that guy has best deals is because he gets them closer to the expiration date. Could be. Bastard. Some bitch. 
shit. I was going to freaking talk about something. Now I totally forgot. I got sidetracked very easy. I got easy. excited. I was talking about dates on beer. Oh, got it. You said uh, Daredevil was the best uh, Netflix Marvel. We got a... Punisher. Punish? Oh, Punisher. That Punisher yeah. is legit. How about that season with Punisher while he was on Daredevil, though? Oh, very good. Yeah. The, who, what, do you know that guy's name who plays Punisher? No. You're like sorry. The, you're like the guy who knows the, the guys. I don't know everything. You don't know everything, but you know the guys who know the guys. <laughs> no, I don't know that one. But no, he he plays a phenomenal Punisher, and I actually just saw an article or something that like, if uh, Wolverine can be reincarnated or recreated, he would be the guy yeah, to do it. That'd be legit. But can but you he do plays that with the same actor in the same Marvel universe? Uh, well, they're not different. Mar- I mean, they're all no. Marvel. They all can like apparently they do kind of like intertwine or whatever. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, I mean, you know what? No one has it ever done it, so I, you can't say it's not going to happen. But all right, I can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought I think Punisher is so good. Every time I see an omelet on TV, I'm like, oh, fucking Kingpin and his omelets. <laughs> no pinball. Pinball. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, pinball's here. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Ah, that's all right. It's just pinball. Yeah, that's good, man. Well, <laughs> what of um? Da-da-da, we got breaking news. Whoa! Just got a text. What we got? Tom Seaver has passed away. Who the fuck is Tom Seaver? <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> Who told you? Shout out to uh, my dad. We got a we got a text, urgent text about Tom Seaver passing away. Uh, Mets pitcher, Hall of Famer. Got about, I think, over, well, definitely over 300 wins. Definitely, like, probably 10 All-Star games or so. I'll Don't know. Never heard of him? Really? I have, I mean, have I ever heard of him? Baseball legend? Have I ever heard of him? <laughs> you never heard the name Tom Seaver? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. I, I did not. I'm sorry. But, you know, was there anything that you wanted to talk about more on this this guy? No, I mean, I'm not, like, the biggest Tom Seaver guy. I just, you know, definitely a baseball legend, Hall of Famer, one of the best pitchers of all time. You have his rookie card? No, I wasn't alive in 69 or something. I don't what know does that matter? Rookie, no, but... you can get your rookie card. <laughs> Actually, you want to know what's dumbfounding? Apparently, baseball cards are back. Right? I saw Mike Trout's rookie card went for what? Like... seven or 800000 I think? How? Dude. How does that happen? <sighs> Because when we were kids, what Griffey was going for a hundred thousand or something, maybe a million. Or well, something. now it's like, you you have any rookie card that's in like mint condition, and obviously a, a notable player like this. What's this guy's name? Tom Seaver. You're gonna get a pretty penny for it. Yeah. Um, but dude, I'm. I, it's just dumbfounding, like. I don't know if it's a generational thing because obviously the people who collected the baseball cards from back then are all growing up and they want to get their nostalgia. They want to get their thing so it dries up the market. I can see that. People our age now that are a bunch really rich bringing it back because it was huge when we were kids. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. No matter what your value, if you keep it long enough, if, if, it, if it was valued at one time, if, it, if the value may depreciate, but it will, mm-hmm. it will at least reach that peak, if not... Uh, go obviously whatever Trout's name or Trout did was like probably like eighty times what it was worth. Let me check my phone here, see if Beckett magazines uh, I could invest in. <laughs> Yo, well nowadays Beckett probably just has a website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Actually, this is a legit story on uh, baseball trading. So I was very uh, naive uh, back in my day, where some would say an idiot. No, not some, all. <laughs> Everyone would say I was an idiot. Uh, but one of my so-called best friends, uh, we'll, leave the, we'll leave him out of this. We'll just name... What, what age are we talking? How old was I? I was yeah. in my like young teens. Oh, all right. Yeah. So we got a young preteen Mark here. Yeah. I was very, like, <laughs> I was all bottled up. I, I had no <laughs> idea what the hell I was doing. I was, like, enraged. Um, so this guy, I was on a tot... This is how much I even remember. Todd Walker, first baseman for the Rockies, right? Larry Walker? Yeah, Larry Walker. Did I say Todd? First base, he was outfield. Do you think that Right Todd... field. <laughs> oh, Todd Helton. You're talking about 
All right, Todd Hilton. There yeah, you go. sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on, rewind. <laughs> Take number thirty-six. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Uh, so Todd Helton and Larry Walker. Okay. I was obsessed with these guys. Yeah. I don't know why. What about Dante Bichette and no. Andres Galarraga. I like Galarraga. <laughs> um, but for some reason, I'm just obsessed with the Rockies, even though Phillies were my favorite team. Don't know why. Dude, they were smashing the ball back then. We all loved them. Yeah. It, and, and, I, and I had that pitcher who was a athletic stud, Hampton, Mike Hampton. Mike Hampton. <laughs> Boy, just hits dingers. He, had a, he, had a, he was – yeah, he was great. He was, he's an athletic freak. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway. But All right, so this dude, one of my so-called best friends, he has like – I don't know. We'll just say like 30 baseball cards. Right. And they're all like, majority of them are Larry Walker and Todd Helton. They weren't like anything crazy. And uh, I had this card. And it was like, I don't know if it was Mickey Mantle. It was a legit, I, and I, it was like a legit rookie card. This dude <laughs> had a Beckett. This dude had a Beckett. Trust me, it's not like it wasn't worth like anything crazy then, but it probably was worth maybe like four hundred thousand now. No big deal. But anyways, um, this dude traded me like thirty, like I don't know, top. Oh, it's it upper deck. I think it was upper deck, like Colorado Rocky cards for this one. For one Mickey Mantle. I don't know. If, I don't think it was actually Mickey Mantle. It was like I don't know. Maybe it was like this Trevor Seeger. What's this guy's name? Tom Seaver. <laughs> Long story short, this dude puts the Beckett up. The card that I traded at that time was like four hundred dollars worth. Oh my god! All the cards that he traded me may accounted to like ten bucks. No, maybe a dollar twenty-five. Well, what'd you get for? Who was it? Who was this card? I wish I. How did you get it? You know what? I wish I. I got just like a regular baseball pack. I just like a regular baseball pack from Penridge Sports. Wasn't it Penridge Sports cards? And you got a friend was four hundred bucks. This one card was like $400 in a Beckett. This dude traded me. Was it one of those like Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, like tr- crazy highlighter gold ones or something? No, he literally traded me like Larry. I, no, I, the I, one you traded him with. No, it was like, no, it was like an old. Where'd you get the old card from? It was one of, it was in like one, it was like a rare card. Oh, so it was one of those packs you'd buy. For yeah, like just a, one of those packs. A dollar or whatever. Yeah, what, I mean, I think it was more a dollar, but yeah. Right. And you just took what, okay. So it was and you an just old get, one? Yeah, it was just, it was like a rookie card. It was like. Well, why would the guy from Penridge Sports Cards have that card in a weird in a? No, it, you just you get lucky. Like that's how cards are made. Oh, you just it was get the lucky. old ones that were like unopened. Yeah. Okay. You just I get your you. pack of cards. Yeah, you just get your pack of cards. I'm an idiot. I'm I'm on board now. Yeah, I'm sorry. We really went through that. Beep beep boop boop. Turned myself back on. Really went through the. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I can't so one of my so. One was confused on that one. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yes, one of my so-called best friends utilized his Beckett, which you know what. <laughs> Kudos to that motherfucker. Utilizes Beckett. But uh, yeah, he he jipped me for about four hundred times the value. Wow, <laughs> what a story! What a bastard! I have a good story about baseball cards. My mom's a huge baseball fanatic, and she kept all her cards from when uh, like nineteen seventies. And um, yeah, she gave me a couple. Um, she gave me a Nolan Ryan card. Um, a couple others. God, it's I can't remember at this point. But one of them was Nolan Ryan, which was like he was a California. It was dead. yeah yeah she added in um the little trapper keeper things trapper from the seventies I love those things but it wasn't like just the way you hear it this, like, <laughs> but yeah no it's great man um I, I do have it somewhere with my little baseball collection but uh but yeah yeah Nolan Ryan California Angels card I fucking sell it oh I don't think it's worth anything now but back back then the Beckett magazine had it at like hundred fifty bucks or something I guarantee it's probably like. Seven to I a thousand. Know, I, I guarantee it's like seven to a thousand. Those guys from that era signed so many things now, and everything's there's so many in rotation. I mean, dude, try it. Just look, dude. I was, your uh, was it Trevor Seaver? Tom Seaver. Tom Seaver. Yeah. I see. I knew. I knew this. I knew. Really him. I knew one of the him. best pitchers of all time. I mean, come on, man. Just Do you think the best pitcher of all time is? Is he the best pitcher of all time? No. 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 The best pitcher of all time? I don't know. It's it's too many eras, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, the top, I mean, you always go with Walter Johnson, um, Chrissy Matthewson. That's old school guys. But, I don't know. New school. I mean, I don't know. You go with Randy Johnson if you wanted to. I mean, he's a beast. No. I'd say if I, I don't have the knowledge that Pedro you do. Pedro was great. Pedro? Sandy Koufax was great, even though he had a short career. I, I think I would go, 
I don't have the in-depth knowledge that you do for best picture, but if I had to put a name to it, I would go uh, Vaughn. Rick Vaughn. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Warren Spawn. Warren Spawn. Do you think I know any of these people that you mentioned, dude? Well, Bob Feller is always the one I always go back to as the guy would have had 100 more wins if it wasn't for World War II. Oh. Not 100. Actually, I think I always heard of I didn't know. The, I, I can't put a name to it. Wait, but you can put a name to all of these people. And what we were talking about earlier, there's like a name that you had no idea about. The rollerblading movie? Yeah. <laughs> Airborne. <laughs> you say rollerblading movie? I know it's airborne. <laughs> but, yeah. But um, I'll tell you this. Uh, rollerblading was, uh, I don't know, the last time I did that. <sighs> I went to Skate 309 back in freshman year. Didn't have any hookups. I was still out of my league then. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. The, I don't actually remember the last time I rollerbladed. Do you? <laughs> yeah, when I was nine, probably. I don't know. Nine. Yeah, I, I was probably. I gave up pretty young on that. I, I wasn't good at it. Should have gave up the monkey bars too, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what I did this week that I have not done in at least a decade, and I know that for a fact was I I have not mailed an envelope. Either put it in the outbound bot or in the mailbox or went to the post office to mail anything in the last decade. How's that possible? Not one thing. You haven't not, sent anybody a letter. Not even a, hey, congratulations on your wedding letter or anything. Have I? No. No. That, the wife has absolutely done that. <laughs> all right. That's all right. So, all right. I have done thank you cards. So, I just didn't mail them. I wrote them. I didn't lick the envelope like... Like George did, or should have done. <laughs> Killed his wife. Yeah, what he should have done, which I should have done that as well. But thank, thank God, <laughs> Jen is still alive. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I honestly, I had seven pages in this envelope. I, for some reason, it took me legit an hour and fifteen minutes <laughs> to figure out if I had to do one stamp or two stamps. <laughs> And me, I like to use my resources. We have the information at our fingertips. So I Googled, how many stamps do I put in a seven-page envelope? And they said, do not do two if you does not warrant it because you don't want to waste money. <laughs> You're 35 cents or 42 cents now or whatever? It's 55 or 47. No way. Is it 47? Depends <laughs> what it is. It depends. We'll get into the stamps then because I learned a lot about this <laughs> after researching. But... Needless to say, it said make sure or weigh your stuff, like if it's under a certain amount of grams. So I got the meat weigher out or whatever that is. I went I went into the ounces. I went into the grams. Everything was indicating one stamp. I talked to this other gentleman. There's, you know what? Just waste another 55 cents, 47 cents, whatever you marked it down at. He's like, and then just put two on. That's fine. But then he goes into it. He's like, is it a forever stamp or is it just like a first class stamp? Did you know anything that there was multiple stamps? I don't understand what a first class stamp is. I know the I know when you go to the post office and you buy a stamp, they always give you a forever stamp. Usually, it's not a forever stamp. Not always. You have well, to like get it because a forever stamp is like that's set at the market price. Right. I know. Well, that I guess they ask you like, do you want the forever stamp? You say, and I always say yes because I want it to always be forever. Always. Love lasts forever and forever. But yeah, I didn't. I had no idea that there was a forever stamp. I honestly, my stamps are forever USA. And when this guy asked yeah. if it was forever, I just thought like that was a saying on the stamp, forever USA. <laughs> 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 I had no idea what the hell was going on. And I mean, I'm. I mean, I, let's just say this. I mean, living with my parents for, gosh, probably half of that decade. Actually, was half of that decade. My mom was my personal secretary, so I just <laughs> filled out the information. She mailed it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not very good with administration tasks, administrative tasks. I will delegate to the ones <laughs> that need. I'm a delegator. I, 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 I empower the ones around me <laughs> to, uh, sure. to do my shit. Sure. <laughs> but not bad. Yeah, it's, it's odd, man. It's, it was a rough so hour. How many stamps 15. did you put on there? I put two. Two. I always go with two. When if I go like to CVS to get someone like, hey, congratulations on your kid card or 
congratulations on this card or whatever. Uh, if it's heavy, even I'm like, oh, I better put two on there. God damn. What's another fifty-five cents? See, yeah, but when I googled it and there was people adamant about not putting a second stamp on, that's why I was like, oh my god, that's what kept 50, me. It's fifty cents. I know, but if you have it at your disposal, just use it. Just if if it's better safe than sorry. Trust me, in hindsight, twenty twenty, I would I would just put. Would have saved yourself an hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> hour fourteen. It should have took me one minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, it was an embarrassing moment in my life. I mean, I get it. If like you only have one stamp in the house, if you're gonna be like, do I need to go all the way to the post office and literally buy one stamp? Then maybe you want to do some research. Well, if I'm research. going to a post office, I have, I'm having them weigh it so then they know what I'm... I'm not overpaying. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, kind of a, I'm kind of a conundrum because I live right across the street from a post office. Mm. So if I need a stamp, it's not a big deal if I walk over for like 60 cents or whatever and buy a stamp. Oh, it's beautiful. But, I mean... I normally, wouldn't have this issue if I lived where you were. Normally, I mean, I feel like we buy Christmas stamps and they last till the next Christmas. <laughs> like you buy like a oh, yeah. couple sheets or whatever or whatever you need and mm-hmm. then... Well, For the rest of the year, you have Santa stamps, and you just use them anyway. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I. The only reason. Hold on. Where are your stamps located in your house? Oh, the junk drawer. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, the junk drawer. Did you open our junk drawer? Yeah. I I never touched the stamp, but I was like, you know what? Batteries, twist ties, matches. Everyone's junk drawers. Maybe maybe menus from local takeout places. See, I was. I got. I bring in this up to Jen. I want to change our junk drawer so it's a little bit bigger. Ours is very. It's a short one. So it's we, always. The we short got one. a lot of shit in there, and it's getting overflowing. Yeah, you got to clean it out every year or two. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going on four. <laughs> <laughs> tax are in there. What else is in there? Dude, there is. It's crazy, dude. It's, the junk drawer. It is out of all the households in America, probably the world. Ninety. I'll say ninety-eight percent are identical across them. So it brings the world together. If I was Joe Biden or Trump, that'd be my thing. I'd be like, everybody you want, has a junk drawer. <laughs> you want to unite the people. <laughs> you will describe everything in your junk drawers, and they will be able to relate to those voters. Well, there you go. That's true. That's like extra that. level. That is extra level. This person has the same junk drawer as this person. Damn it. That's right. This this white individual, this black individual, this brown, this purple, this yellow, they all had the same drawers. They got batteries, and they got playing cards. What's with the you Texas accent? Who said that was Texas? <laughs> that was Alaska. <laughs> Have you ever been to Alaska? I haven't. I'd like to go, though. Well, think of me as a resident of Alaska, because I am an Alaskan. Okay. <laughs> That was beautiful. (laughs) Junk drawers unite. Beautiful sentiment from our Alaskan citizens. Beautiful. Well, hey, folks. It was wonderfully catching up, getting back to our normal regimen. I apologize. I looked to the right of me, and it is now 2-2. So I have a feeling that we're jinxing the Flyers right now, so I think we're going to sign off. Ooh, but you know what we could do to help them? I think we gotta give him a little heart here. So I think we. How do we do that? I don't know. I think we're gonna com- We should do a commentate of some sorts. Oh, let's do this. I'm all for that. Yeah. Let's try it. Let's let's try to give him some hot, some try. fire. Let's put some jam in there. That's what that, that's what it is. <laughs> Who said that? You're the guy uh, that named Peter old... Laviolette. Was it Trevor Siemens? Peter. <laughs> What's that dude's name that you talked Tom about Siever? earlier? Tom Seaver. Yeah. Oh my god. Trevor Siemens. <laughs> Siemens Furniture. <laughs> Let's, uh, you'll start it off here. Let's, let's, uh, we got Flyers hockey. Let's go. All right, we go. We got the Flyers coming up the ice. We got, we're at mid-ice here, going across the blue line. Going, oh, patches it back here to the number 24. 24, ah, messes it up. Nope. We got Patrick Swayze. Oh, nope. Oh, shit. Who's put Patrick Swayze's job? Val Kilmer over here. Val Kilmer with the ice. Come on, drop it back. Going to another blue dotty. Uh, here we go. We got the Belgians. Oh, no. Wide, 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 white. Oh, we got the Flyers pushing. Push, 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 push. Where the hell is the trail, guys? Here, folks. Come on, he's all alone. There's a fucking goddamn lone wolf here. Oh, Jesus Christmas here. Shoot the fucking fuck. <laughs> Shoot. Here we go. Here we go here, folks. I'm like a little joystick fan, like a backseat driver here, guys, in the color commentating. Here we got Flyers mishandling a goddamn puck here. And that is their job is to handle a puck. All right. 
We got the Flyers pushing up. Number 12. Shoot the fucking puck. And, uh, oh, oh, hits a fucking shin here, guys. There we go. He does a 360 spin. DDR. And that is it here. Rod, Brenda Moore is gone. <laughs> All right, Josh, you take over. Was that a minute? Was that a minute? I think that was a minute. You fucking go. <laughs> All right, Mary, see, we got the Flyers in the zone here. You're going in soft here. Strong. Number 27 on him. Oh, missed by the goaltender. Oh, I haven't missed like that since I asked a girl at the prom in my junior year. Here we go on the puck on the other goal! Flyers! Oh, you goddamn bastard! Like you got the goal! 1920s commentator, guys. Good luck. Go, 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 go! Tom Green with the goal, folks. Tom Green. 3-3. <laughs> three three. Wow, this is wow. a fucking bomb burner. Dude, your voice, I'll tell you right now, you went back to the 1960s. <laughs> I think I was talking 1920s. Man, see? Was Man. that what it was? I'm going to say 1960s. Did they even announce the 1920s? Sure. Just sign well, off. that just happened. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for us this week, folks. Uh, hey. Playing us out, as always, is our buddy Harold Flood. Fucking love it. Also known as Has Hard Us. Yeah. Find him on all streaming platforms. Let's go. All right. See you, idiots. Later. All my candles right outside your window Bearing feelings I've been wanting to forget I sit and wait with my back against the fire But I want to turn around and show my face again You were always all in my mind So how do I define what I to you? Yeah.